Hey guys, um, this episode was supposed to be one huge episode, but it just got too long and I needed to cut it into two. So this is the first episode, second episode should be up as well, uh, but just make sure you listen to this first. Thanks. Hello everyone and welcome to the Penultimate Conquest podcast where we talk about everything to do with the video games industry. I'm your host, Ruben Guerrero. And today I have with me the bane of my existence, Eric. Okay, I'm about to say, which, which one are you going to say? Like, I was like, like, I was like, <laughs> dramatic pause, like, who is it? Hi. Yeah, it's no. Me. Yeah, long time no see or here. Yeah, it's, it's been a sec. I don't know How why you I been? described that. Uh, it was a little stressful the last few weeks, but other than mm-hmm. that, it's, it's fine. Uh, sports shouldn't be happening. Yeah. Even though we're not recording this, I'm looking into my camera right now. Sports should not be happening right now. Okay. So yeah, there's that. All right. That's what I have to say. Okay. And we have the person that has been on almost as much as I have been on <laughs> each episode. Ryan. Ryan, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. On okay. the Ruben and Ryan show. I mean, it could be done. It could be done. It's waiting close. Yeah. Um, today's topic is going to be a discussion about From Software, the ranking of From Software games, the history, the history and ranking of From Software games. Let's leave it at that. How about that? I mean, like, obviously, there's a bunch of stuff going on right now that obviously we could talk about, you know. Yeah. I'm sure y'all talked about the Bethesda stuff, but it's like, here's yeah. a side thing we can do. Yeah. Just to have fun. It is an episode that we've had in the works for a pretty long time. I would say since our inception. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. is a new technically from game coming out in like exactly. a month and a half. Oh, Jesus so. Christ. Yeah, yeah, uh, Demon Souls, and don't let's not forget how hyped I was during that reveal. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm still hyped from that yeah. reveal. Sorry about that. Um, I'm very excited to jump into Demon Souls. As a person that has never touched a From Software game, what should I expect? A death, death, just, despair. Just death. Okay, all right. How many deaths are we talking? Should I prepare myself for just one? No? Thousands. I mean, I feel, the, <laughs> I feel like you know the answer to that. You're just trying to rile us up right now. Oh, <laughs> from what I know, from software games are known to be excruciatingly hard. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have one question. Is there an easy mode? Here, you, we could have a whole another episode about should there be an easy uh, mode in Souls games. I I think there should. I mean, we we oh can, my we can god, get more the, we can get into that later. But um, uh, yeah, I think there should be. Oh god. Okay. We could well, like I said, we could talk about it later after we do our ranking and stuff, yes. like how yes, we yes, improve yes. from from games and okay. Whatnot, so all right. Okay. So. Let's see. How do how should we do this? Should we just like Eric does one and then Brian does the other? Well, I thought we were going to talk about like what our history was with the series and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's talk okay. about how do we get guess, into software so, games? Before beauty, Ryan. <laughs> ah, shit. Okay. 
Um, from software games have been a they've had a weird history for me. Like I've played Onward Corner shit back in the day, and that was their thing. Uh, heard about Demon's Souls did not have a PS3. Uh, was not was not going to pay that five ninety nine for a Blu-ray player. That's crazy. Gonna get that I got one later. Job? I got one when Last of Us came out. Okay, good. <laughs> Last of Us came out when they when they got one, like, the year before <laughs> the final year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got a used one to play Last of Us because everyone was oh, raving about it. Played through Last of Us Uncharted before going into Next Generation. Man. And switched boats and I uh, got a PS4. Good times. Okay. Smart man. But um, then I found then Dark Souls came out with one of the best launch trailers of all time with Bartholomew in it. God, if you ever have a chance, look up that trailer. That trailer's fantastic. I got sold on it because a friend kept telling me about Demon Souls, and I'm a big um, fantasy guy. I'm also a glutton for punishment. I love very classic, hard-ass, arcade coin-eater games that just uh, are trying to kill you with everything they got. Those are my kind of things. I love being able to beat a challenge. So the games just instantly click with me. I'm like, okay, I just gotta keep being better, keep doing this. Ever since then, whenever a new one came out, it's it clicked with me since Dark Souls 1. I was like, this game is something special. And they just evolved with it, and I kept playing them. So that's pretty much my history with them. All right. Eric, what's your history? With I think we should there? also preface this. Like like you said, you have no experience with From games like whatsoever. So you, you're Zero. just going to be just like, this is going to be fun for you. All right, <laughs> so I am actually more fairly recent into Soul stuff. So I remember, I what? think I... I think I got Dark Souls 1 on PlayStation 3. Uh, oh, God, I don't even remember. I think it was like maybe 2012, 2013. Because I heard about it. Everyone was talking about how great it was. So I tried it. Never played a game like that before. Didn't know what to expect. Obviously, I was one of those guys where in the beginning of Dark Souls, you go into the graveyard and um, there's skeletons. So obviously, naturally, like we're so accustomed to skeletons pretty much being pushovers in most games. Yeah. Not Dark mm-hmm. Souls. Not Dark Souls. Like the 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 skeletons you meet just mess you up immediately and I just died so many times I'm like I don't get this. This is so hard. Um so I put it down. I was like this isn't for me. I don't like this. Um and then they t- then Bloodborne uh they announced Bloodborne and I instantly wasn't hooked because it was a From game, but because it was like Victorian Gothic horror stuff and monsters. So I'm like, ooh, this looks cool. Um, And so I got Bloodborne, I think, on launch date. And I started playing it, and it just like instantly clicked. And I was like, ooh, the combat is way different because it's much more fast rather than the defensive Dark Souls. And then I got to a boss, I forget what it was, and I just hit a wall, and I stopped playing. And um, this was right before Dark Souls Three came out, I think. And I don't know, I don't know if you've uh, ever heard of. Have you ever heard of RKG? Um, any either of you? No. Nah. Uh, so, do you guys remember they used to work at IGN? Uh, oh yes, I'm sorry, Daniel yes. Krupa and all them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So before well, the, Dark Souls the, Three the came the out, drinking challenge with it, right? 
uh, they had it was like it was called Prepare to Try, and so yes. they did like a Let's Play series of someone who's never played Dark Souls before. Like he was gonna play Dark Souls one before Dark Souls three came out, and just watching him play it was just it's it's the best content on the internet is their Souls series playthroughs. I completely so forgot I, about that. Uh, I was like, you know what? This is great. This looks funny. And so I picked Dark Souls up again, and then it just... I haven't looked back since. They are probably the best design games out there right now uh, on a pure just game design level. Um, the combat is great. The, the enemy types... I mean... I'm getting way ahead of myself here. I love them now. So again, I'm fairly recent. Not okay. like uh, Ryan here, who's been with them for a while, but uh, fairly recent. They're great. I love them. Okay. Um. Yeah, like you said, I, I'm just here to be more of an observer. I have no experience with From Software games at all. Um, Bit of a moderator. Like, yeah, <laughs> a, a moderator instead of observer. Yes. Um. I am very excited to try Demon Souls and then also very excited to start crying like five minutes into Demon Souls. You will. You will immediately cry because I will tell you this. You're supposed to die to the first boss. Just so you're aware. Well, spoilers. So like when you when you get to the first boss, you're supposed to die. That's the only thing I'll tell you. Okay. So I'm gonna try not to die. How about that one? That if you if you can kill it on first try, more power to you. But you're okay. supposed I'll to die. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Um, where was I going with that? Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm just excited to try Demon Souls, and I will let you guys continue talking about from software games. Um, we, I guess, we're going to go straight into the ranking. I yeah, I, I guess we could. Okay. Did you have any other ideas? No, I th I feel as though with this we shouldn't really like go crazy into the past. Like I'm looking up their Wikipedia right here, mm -hmm. and obviously we don't have to go back to you know King's first Field, game. the stuff mm -hmm. which was the inspiration for Dark Souls. Okay. Um, and I I think we should just talk talk about Soulsborne games. Really, I say everything under that, and I say we include Sekiro. Oh, absolutely. We better be talking about Sekiro. Okay. So, well, begin. I'm sorry. No, not to Arno, sound as a command, uh, but... Bottom the top? Fine. Yeah. 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 All right, I think we're going to agree or on we the bottom. Just, or, we could just talk, or we could just talk about them first, and then we could just rank them from there. That okay, works. do you want to just go in order? Then, of like, uh, yeah. from first I mean, to can, now? We can start with Demon Souls, if you want to. Or we okay. could just start with Dark Souls, since Demon Souls is getting coming out uh and like yeah, I I've, never, I've never played demon souls so i'm very excited for it oh. okay all right so i guess we'll just start with the with dark souls one uh, um the pedigree of hard games is dark souls one like I, that game took over the world by storm because no one had played anything like that before and then just everyone felt like what it was to die so Dark Souls 1, probably one of the most important games in the last, I don't know, 20 years. Whoa. Okay. I 100% I agree with Eric on this one. It is 
masterclass in making a horde game. There's something about the your dead screen when that pops up and having to go back and trial and error these enemies over and over, especially then when you didn't really understand. It was brand new ideas and gameplay and all that. It wasn't them working to refine this system. It was them creating the system that they're going to now build the next five games we're going to talk about on. Okay. It was the way they build worlds with the the whole keys and stuff to go places, but it's all centrally local links to one shrine. Ryan, you cut out. The way they build games is the last cut thing. Cut out? Heard. Oh, shit. Yeah. What was the last thing? Uh, the way they build games. Oh, yeah, the way they build games. Um, uh, with this, the ability that there's one central shrine you start at, and that it connects to the entire map. You can go anywhere on the map from that one central area, which is a very key thing in all their games, is that their maps are very connected. Okay. Which I think was just a masterclass for them to be able to do this because you could go to an area that you probably shouldn't be in yet and just get bodied by things much stronger than you. Like That's that was kind of skeletons, kept, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you go, you go down the staircase into the water graveyard and the ghosts and skeletons beat the shit out of you. But um, it, was, it wasn't until, like, I remember when I actually found the right path to take and I could defeat the enemies on that path easier. I'm like, oh, see, I just explore around a little bit, and I found the right way to go. Also, the, I think when we talk from, if we're talking from games, we also have to bring up the bosses in those games. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a core part of them. It's it's my favorite part of those games. It's the it's the most fun, I think some of the most fun fights in gaming are the FromSoft bosses. I think some of the best bosses from from soft games are in Dark Souls One. Okay. Some Morgan Ornstein do. is the is one of the pinnacles of from soft fighting. Uh, do you know Smogan Ornstein, uh, Ruben? Say that one more time. Smogan <laughs> <laughs> Ornstein. No. Have you ever heard of them? Okay, so right now, look up on, on your uh, doodad there that you're typing on. Okay. Uh, it would be just Smaug and Ornstein, Dark Souls 1. I'm, I'm going to need you to spell that for me. Uh, S-M-O-U-G, I think it's how it's spelled. Uh, and Ornstein, O-R-N. Autofill should be picking up right now. Got it, yeah. Okay, Ornstein do you see pictures of them? Uh, give me a sec, give me a sec. Yeah. Okay. Two big guys, one is holding a, looks like yes. a hammer. Like a, a hammer and a lance. Yeah. So these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> you have to fight them um, at the same time. Of course. So it's, with most games, like you pretty much have, you know, just one boss you're fighting at one moment. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Dark Souls, there's a lot of times when you're fighting two bosses at once, sometimes even three, and um, you have to deal with all. Fight. Of... Yeah, um, you have to deal with all this stuff. But thank God for iframes. Do you know what iframes are, Ruben? So iframes, iframes are 
invincibility frames. So there are going to be some things in Dark Souls that when you do it, you're basically invincible. Okay. So if you try to backstab somebody, like there is a specific animation for the backstab. And mm-hmm. as you're doing it, you're no one can touch you, really. Okay. So um, there are some invincibility frames in that fight that you have to use in order to win. Or it's it's very difficult. Um, man, it's one of those things where I like I have so much I want to talk about, but I don't know what I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, who's your favorite fight? Who's your favorite boss fight in Dark Souls One, uh, Ryan? Oh, let me think here. That was going to be a segment I... that I wanted to add. Favorite boss okay. fights. I think really the Gorgoyle fight is fantastic as, like, that is the get-good moment in that game. I agree. That's the moment where it has to... I think every FromSoft game has the get-good moment, where this is the wall that's going to stop you from playing for a while. You're going to keep dying, mm-hmm. but when it clicks, and it will click if you continue with it, you will love the games for the rest of them. The rest of that time playing it, you'll love them. That fight in that game no. is great. Um, let me see here. Eric, what's oh, your favorite? Wolf Sith. Wolf Sith oh. is probably the best fight in that game. If not Smog and Ornstein, oh, it's either Wolf Sith or that one. Um, so we're about to blow your mind a little bit right now, Ruben. So, okay. Uh, there's a fight called uh, Sif the Great Wolf in the game. Um, so what happens is you're in this garden and you're, uh, you're walking, you walk through like this waterfall and then you see like some kind of battle took place in this giant field. Yeah. There are a bunch of swords in the ground everywhere. And so when you go up to it, um, to like this shrine and interact with it, you're about to touch it. And all of a sudden you see this giant wolf come up out of nowhere and it jumps down and it puts a sword, it puts a sword in its mouth. And you have to fight the wolf um, with a sword in its mouth. And the wolf is huge. Yeah. And right? so she's agile. She's hostile. She's mobile. Anyone, no one? No she's one on very different from every boss you faced up to that point. Uh-huh. No one got to remember the Titans? Oh, no. Is that a Damn football it. thing? Yes. I thought you said no sports. I did say no sports. You want to, it's okay, Eric. I'm just not so glad to remember the Titans. <laughs> um, but there is a cool thing in the game. So in Dark Souls One, there's uh, this DLC called um, Atorius of the Abyss. Um, Atorius is a legendary knight for the Sun Lord Gwyn. So be, be prepared to take some notes, Ruben, because it's about to get lore tastic up in here. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, um, Gwyn had four knights, and Atorius was one of them. Now, Atorius was known for taking some dark powers mm-hmm. um, to hold back the abyss. Now, in the DLC for the game, you go back in time to um, this land uh, before the abyss struck. And you fight Atorius. 
and mm-hmm. Notorious is already like affected by the dark, by the abyss. And so when you beat him, um, if you beat him before you go fight Sif, um, wait, no, I'm, I'm forgetting something. Sorry. So after you beat Notorious and then you fight the abyss, mm-hmm. um, and you could summon Sif, you can summon the wolf in the battle, but it's like a younger version of her. Yeah. So if you do that fight and then you go into back into the main game and then you fight Sif, she recognizes you. So like there's an extra cutscene where she'll recognize you and she doesn't want you to have the same fate as her former master. So she's really sad, but she wants to kill you because you know to save your life. And it's just from software is master uh master storytellers but not in the traditional way that we per- typically view video game stories like typically we have a do the quest it just goes on and everything where it's just all right you go from here to here to here to here you get a pretty much a cohesive story whereas yeah. in from games you don't know what the hell is going on like you have pretty much have to piece it yourself whether it's through item descriptions so if you're looking at an item and it tells you, it could tell you, hey, the person who wore this item became a giant goat demon and is around the lower Borgs just terrorizing everyone. And then you'll find out that the next boss you fight is that person. Mm, Capra okay. demon. Capra demon. So I told my wife I was going to bring this up. The first time I fought the Capra demon, it's a pretty it's a pretty straightforward boss now. Like I I can do Capra Demon one run now. But the first time I fought uh them, it took I died sixty times. I had to do the same run sixty times. And then my wife picks up Dark Souls and she beats them on first try. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just I'm just sitting there. I'm just like, oh my god. You got it in your head. I did. It's what happened. And so um Man, Dark Souls 1 is just so great. But I also wanted to bring up with uh, the storytelling. The storytelling alone in the fight with Sif itself, when it gets, the more it goes on, it gets weaker and is just still trying to attack its master, begins to limp and all this. It's just telling this terribly sad story. (laughs) This dog wanting to protect its master's grave. Now, Eric, you had said something really weird before. What? You said Sif wanted to kill you to protect you from... to save your life. Yes. How does that even make any sense? No, so it it doesn't. <laughs> um, so um, if you watch the Prepare to Try videos, Daniel Krupa mm-hmm. is the lore master of Dark Souls, and I actually found this out through watching his stuff. But a lot of it really is a bunch of fan theories, but everyone's saying that, you know, Atorius the Knight went into the Abyss and, um, like, the legend stops. Like, the Abyss was defeated. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the DLC, you're going back in time and then you fight Atorius and you kill him. He's dead. And the Abyss is still going on. And so in the DLC, you go fight the Abyss and you destroy it. So technically the legend of Atorius is you. Yeah. And so um, 
like and then the abyss comes back and everything the dark soul comes back and so sif doesn't want you to ha- end up like a Taurus and like lose your mind so she's like willing to kill you right there okay you have to play this game <laughs> it's uh, yeah, really it's I'm really hard to explain I'm I'm say, if you don't want it, um there's a youtube channel vada video prepare to cry he does lore videos they're about 15 minutes long and they just explain the lore of dark souls in the best way possible he also has a really <laughs> soothing voice they're great watch it <laughs> so Good. do you have any more you want to say on dark souls one because i think we both kind of agree this is just a master class and a important point in the history of gaming because uh, you know how many freaking Dark Souls-like games have come out since then, and everyone to be our games is Souls-like, and pretty much now everything is it's the Dark Souls of multiplayer shooters. All I'm saying Stuff is like this game can't be that bad because clearly you guys have never beaten Kingdom Hearts two or played Kingdom Hearts two. That Anthem fight is annoying as hell. Okay? Anthem fight. The last one where he's like has white and black on his uh oh, hold on hold, 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 hold on <laughs> I know you, you fucking with me right now. <laughs> no, uh, I put that game down for five years and then Cam Hawkins it. comes into the chat. I'm just saying I'm just saying <laughs> that was Zimnus. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was Zimnus. Oh my god. Zimnus. Yeah, you're right. I mean, can aren't they all deep- the same person? Not going yes, down the rabbit but hole. Still, <laughs> yeah. Semantics. So technically, I was right. Still, uh, anywho, you also never played. Um, apparently, Birth by Sleep. You know, there's a f- boss fight in Birth by Sleep that annoys the shit out of me, and I still have beaten that what? game. What boss fight? Uh, Are you talking about uh, Ventus? No, the Nightmare. Venitas, excuse me, not Venitas. Uh, the Nightmare. Yeah. Uh, the big one? Like the really big monster? No. Like the drop down room? No, give me a sec. Hold on. Uh, boss. So we're talking. This was the one with the Nintendo 3DS, right? That yes. was the. What? No, that was. Birth by Sleep no. was for the PSP. Actually, yeah, yeah I'm not even game. talking about Birth by Sleep. I'm talking about Dream Drop Distance. Oh, fuck Dream Drop. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't <laughs> like, really like a lot Dream, of Dream Drop Distance that much. Like, I love Kingdom Hearts. It is my favorite video game series ever. The name of the I... boss is Anti-Black Coat Nightmare Boss. Hold on. And let I me... hate it with a passion. Anti-Black Nightmare what? Anti-Black Coat Nightmare. It's been so long Black. since I played that game. That's the game I have. I already beat. Um, Birth by Sleep actually wasn't that. Oh, yep. I remember oh. that one. Yeah, yeah. That one. Oh. I'm oh. still on that boss to this day, and I can't. I'm, I'm just I still, even though how much I love it, because I, I still haven't beaten Lingering Will in Kingdom Hearts 2 Final, uh, final Mix. Uh, I can't Why? do it. I can't do it. I don't know what it is. I can't do it. I could beat From Software bosses on first try, but that motherfucker gets me every time. <laughs> but anyway, back to the point here. Uh, Dark Souls 1 really like laid down a foundation just for how action adventure games go went going forward. Mm-hmm. Like everything had like a Dark Souls element to it. Um 
now like you got what what do you got you got the surge lords of the fallen fuck even you like know. dark yeah dark siders three i think had some souls element to it um code vein stuff like that i mean obviously there's a I shit ton more love code but vein. um uh yeah dark souls one fantastic bo- fantastic game my favorite boss fight in that game probably is um ceaseless I just discharge love I, I love fighting gwen fighting gwen is great especially when you get like that yeah. piano going in the background as you fight him oh so great you're gonna do a Music. let's play of dark souls ruben for your channel we'll see like, it's gonna happen i will okay. gift you the games on steam if i have to i don't know about steam oh Maybe they're pretty them. they're sometimes they're pretty they're pretty cheap on um Maybe on PSN. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we'll yeah, mail you. <laughs> that works so, yeah. too. I think right now we can agree. Right now in the rankings, Dark Souls 1, number one. Hmm. Okay. All right. Let's bring it. Now number let's two. get to the worst from software game. Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls 2, baby. I should also preface it. Dark Souls 2 is a fantastic game. <laughs> it's oh, still a great game. just said it was the worst one. Oh, yeah, but talking, that's like saying... 10 out of 10s, this is like a 9.3. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Yeah, but this is like you have to pick what your least favorite Lord of the Rings movie is. So, I oh. mean... Whoa. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But no, it's one of those where it's like... I think Dark Souls 2 uh, has some problems, but it's still just, it's so damn good. Like, some of the bosses in that game are, the design of them are so good. Like, there's this one boss called the Mirror Knight. Um, You fight him, like, the aesthetic is astounding. Like, it's on top of a castle. There's a storm going around. Like, this knight is, like, clad in silver, uh, and he's got like this giant mirror as a shield and just mm-hmm. the music and everything. And he does like a cool thing where like he slams a shield into the ground and he'll summon like a uh, another player to fight you as you're fighting them. Because there's stuff in Dark Souls games called covenants that you can join. Um, okay. And they have certain things like this covenant. You can be summoned upon it by any time by this boss and like another world where someone's fighting this boss. As if you playing the game in another person's game? Yeah. So like you okay. come into someone else's game as they're fighting Mirror Knight. And uh, it's, it's, uh, they're so good. Okay. A, a big element we haven't brought up about Dark Souls as of right now is um, co op and in a return of that PvP. Mm-hmm. Which gets okay. refined very well in the later games. In the early games, it's a little rough. So is that for Dark Souls One as well? Yeah, Dark Souls One, like yeah. people can invade you at any time. Okay, so, so that's stressing to you. Dark Souls, there's notes. That's a big part of it. I can't believe we glossed over. Because this mm-hmm. fan written used hot keyword notes that are some of the funniest things imaginable. They were meant to put down on the ground, like warning you of a demon ahead or whatever. Yeah, and some of those, well, if you're having trouble with a boss fight. You can turn those on, and then people will spawn into your game by touching one of their notes, and they will come help you fight whatever boss you need help with. 
Okay. Or you could do NPCs. Like there's a bunch of NPC quests yes. in the game and you can summon them. Cause I don't really like to um do online stuff with Dark Souls like PvP. I just mm-hmm. it's it frustrates me more than anything. Um <laughs> so I, I'd rather have the frustration come from the bosses, everything, not dealing with noob slayer coming into my game or anything like that. I'm sorry, it's um, actually noob slayer sixty nine. Sorry. I thought it was noob oh, master. That could work too. <laughs> noob master. Um but yeah, PvP is such a big part of it. Like, of course, you could turn it off if you want to. Like, there's yeah. like when you start the games, like I want to play this game offline. That's all I want to do. Um, right. And there are like certain covenants that go against each other. Like, there are some covenants that they only do PvP. That's all they're there for. And then there are some covenants that deal with like a specific area in the game where it's like if a player comes into this area, you have to defend it, and so you're summoned into that world. And then you Bro, you in on her? We're going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but, but back to Dark Souls 2. Uh, the, I remember when Dark Souls 2 was, uh, I think it was announced for, fuck, I think it was the 2012 Video Game Awards on Spike. I remember Jessica Alba, <laughs> I remember Jessica <laughs> Alba came out and talked about like hard video games. And then the trailer for Dark Souls 2 came up. And um, I, I'm vaguely remembering this, so I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, my main problem with Dark Souls 2 is that it has nothing to do with the other two games. So, why is it a no. sequel? I d- it, it's a, that's a great clip. We've been asking ourselves that for years. Okay. <laughs> the only thing is, like, things that we've talked about already from Dark Souls 1, I'm going to bring up in Dark Souls 3 that we've done with lore that I think connected beautifully. Nothing in this game connects with anything else and it makes no sense. Like, there's... Sorry? I was just going to say, was this just from software telling the you know, the developer, hey, we're doing a sequel, but it's clearly not a sequel? Well, so Miyazaki, the blessed creator that he is, praise him. Praise him. uh, uh, Miyazaki was doing Bloodborne at the time. Okay. So like after Dark Souls 1, uh, he worked on Bloodborne a lot. And so he had like a producer role on Dark Souls 2. And you really like felt it. Like the game does not feel like Dark Souls 1. Like it, okay. the spirit is still there. Like the gameplay is still there. Um, like you got summons and everything. Like the Wait, game. Does... Which Miyazaki? I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Is it the same guy for? It's not. It's not no. yeah. <laughs> okay, All right. I was just checking. So in Dark Souls Three, you go to Hal's Moving Castle, and yeah. um, it's a beautiful fight. Okay. Um, <laughs> but no, if it helps, we can call him Michael Zaki, like they do on the show. <laughs> like, on okay. prepare to try. They call him Michael Zaki. If that works. Um, so Michael Zaki. <laughs> I was working on Bloodborne at the time, so he didn't really put that much work into Dark Souls 2. I mean, I wasn't there, but right, reading everything about it, like he he didn't have Eric's there on the leather sheet. Yeah, <laughs> like he didn't he didn't direct the game. So okay, um, uh, his, his presence. Yeah, and so like the game, if you listen to some stuff the NPCs say and some of the items, uh. Supposedly, Dark Souls Two takes place like hundreds of years after, like Dark Souls One and Dark Souls Three. It's kind of like Devil May Cry Two, 
like Devil May Cry two, like in the canon of Devil May Cry, takes place after four or something. You haven't played bullshit. Devil May Cry games, Ruben? I remember vaguely Devil May Cry three for I think it was like the PS two, PS three. It's it's okay. King Funky Kong. Yeah. Um, but uh, Dark Souls two, like that was my big problem with it. It had nothing to do with the other ones. Like the gameplay it was still great. Fun. Gameplay wise, it's great. I think it has a very slow start. I think the pacing in that game, because Miyazaki isn't there, is very off. Mm-hmm. But and a lot okay. of it there's is some land. Yeah, it's not the first Dark Souls had a lot of dark and eerie colors and these really interesting palette choices for areas and stuff. Where this game was very not, it wasn't pretty. It was just dull. Not even like dark colors. Just that middle of the road, like. Tan was everywhere. Okay. I didn't no, think the real dog. I'm sorry. What, Ryan? Um, if there is, I want to give one credit to Dark Souls Two for something. It has some of the best DLC in the Dark Souls world. It did have fantastic um, DLC. Crown of the Ivory King is a fantastic fight. That whole DLC. Is- yeah, it's hard as balls, but beating it feels so good. Yeah, and that's one thing we haven't talked about yet. Like, we're going to get into it later. My thoughts of like, there should be an easy mode in these games, but the feeling of beating a, a boss in this game after they've kicked your ass for so many times is unmatched in games. There is nothing that feels like it. So you, <laughs> wait, you, say you that one more time. That feeling when you beat them, or the feeling when they when beat you beat you? them, when you okay. beat them finally, like okay. if it's taking you so many tries and you finally beat them, beating you down and just taking away. It's the it's the true Dark Souls. It's the taking the despair of this fight that's been taking you an hour and a half to beat of this. You getting kicked back to fucking bonfire time after time till that one run and you begin to feel it. It's going your way. Your vials are getting low. Things are happening. And then bam, that final thing. And it says whatever in that game's version of slayed, killed, souls taken. Pops up, And you feel the relief of just, you did it. And you're a bit in shock for a moment. Like I fucking beat him. It's over now. And then you move on to the next day where whatever else is going to kick your ass. Cause it's probably going to be a low level mob that lives in that area. Well, again, I'm going to have to refer to you back to the Zemnis fight in Kingdom Hearts 2. Again, okay. okay. <laughs> took me five years to beat him, and I, I, I finally fucking did it, guys. I remember when I had it on the PS2, like, I had to have uh, my index finger was on X, and my middle finger was on triangle. And yeah. when you're doing that fight, when you have to deflect <laughs> all the lasers, I was just like, ah! So annoying. So annoying. Still Anyways. great. Kingdom Hearts 2, but second best video game ever made. So, Ooh, um... Okay. Let's game. Huh? Perfect one. What's what's number one? I said that's the perfect one. Kingdom Hearts 2 is the perfect one. Oh yeah, Kingdom Hearts 2. If The Witcher 3 never existed, Kingdom Hearts 2 would be the greatest game ever made. I don't know about that. Um but it's like the 15th uh, greatest game ever made. <laughs> so but again. Yes, let's get it. back on track. I'm sorry. I know. I, said, let's get, I, I, I just said I. I was sorry. I just said I was sorry. God, I don't know. Let's do it again. <laughs> ah, my camera. Oh, oh God, um, lost him. So, 
So um, Dark Souls 2, I think it just suffers from identity because it's the only game that has any of its stuff in it. Like in Dark Souls 3, Dark Souls 2 never existed. Hmm. Um, so great game, but suffers from itself. Okay. Uh, um, that we brought it up- does run beautifully on PS4 with the Skull of the First Sin. 60 frames, just perfect. It's some of those boss fights, because you can get that nice not chugging 30 frames and shit, it feels great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Because um, there's, there's an area in Dark Souls 1, Ruben, called Blight Town, which is a blight on society that on the PS3, the- when I had it, chugged. Uh, we're talking like 5-10 frames a second. It was Ugh. terrible. Oh. It's it is one of the hardest bad. areas in the game. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Terrible so when place. like they had the remastered come out a few years ago, it, and it ran perfectly, I was like, "Oh, this feels so nice. This is what it's like to play this area." Do you know how? Do you know how they've remastered Skyrim, and people will buy Skyrim on pretty much anything. Correct. Let's go say that. That's me with Dark Souls One. I if it's come out on something, I probably own it on that. I have it on the Switch Ooh, yeah. so I can play it on the go. It's a fantastic game. <laughs> I've been playing two, Skyrim two on my uh, Echo Dot. You've been playing fantastic. Skyrim on what? On my Echo Dot. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Vol voice commands. Yeah. yeah. Why not? All right. Uh, so I, th- I think we can agree, Ryan, that number one, Dark Souls. Number two, Dark Souls 2. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I think we're just going to continue. I think we can also agree. We're going to continually be dropping Dark Souls 2 down the list. Let's just put it at the <laughs> bottom of the list already. I, it, it's going to be for me. Like, it's a fantastic yeah, it, game, it, but I think we can say that the official penultimate conquest <laughs> ranking of Dark Souls, <laughs> Dark okay. Souls 2 is at the bottom. Okay. Yeah, I 100% agree. Now let's go on to... All right, so should, should, we con- should we continue the Dark Souls thing? Or I think we go... I know. I need this game to make my point for the next game. You okay? All right, here we go. All right, so <laughs> boys and girls, uh, people of all ages, uh, sit down and let me tell you about the best from software game that is Bloodborne. Now, for those of you who don't know what Bloodborne is, shame on you. Um, for those of you that do, <laughs> everything I'm about to say is true. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Pope Francis, you know, he said Bloodborne was the greatest thing that God created. You know, after, if you believe in Catholicism stuff, after <laughs> Jesus and everything. So, like, it's like, it I was don't like Bloodborne. that's actually correct. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. Uh, that's what Michael Zaki told me once in an okay. office right. uh, Zoom meeting. Um, really? You work with him now? Yeah, oh yeah, he's he's in that closet right there. He's he's busy. I didn't know it was a closet. You can just thought it was outside. He's busy. He's busy making Dark Souls. For, I mean, what? Um, so anyway, um, Bloodborne. All right, so Bloodborne came out March twenty fifth, two thousand fifteen. Um, I remember that uh, Shuhei Yoshida. Uh, he loves oh, yeah, the sure. games. I'll hell shoot. Uh, he loves the From games. And I remember when, I think it was E3 20, was it 13 or 14? And they announced Bloodborne. Like he's the one that 13. came out and announced it. it. It was 13? Okay. Um, He came That's out and really announced great. it. And 
Yeah. Everyone, like, I, if I remember the discourse correctly, everyone was about it because it was spooky, Victorian, Gothic horror, just way different from, like, the high medieval fantasy of Dark Souls. Um, it, was a, it was a tone I've never seen in gaming. That it's the Lovecrafty and like weird Victorian era horror done for okay. games. I know who Lovecraft is. I got it. And so- <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. What's a Cthulhu? Yeah. Uh, so Cthulhu. Um, in Dark Dark Souls games are very much like. You got sword and shield, basically. That's like the norm, okay? I mean, maybe not your norm, but like on the cover art, it's sword and shield and all that stuff. Like you can do magic. I don't like using magic in Dark Souls games. I want to like beat the shit out of you with my sword. That, that's okay. Uh, but like, so Dark Souls is very much methodical. Like take your time, block, parry, get backstabs and everything. It's a very, it's it's a dance. Like mm-hmm. Bloodborne's a fucking rave. Yeah, it's about Blood, like Bloodborne. Bloodborne is it is fast, it is hectic, it is gruesome, it is aggressive. Like you are rewarded in that game for being aggressive. 